Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. We are your hosts, Alice and Carol. Join us each week for your fun dose of inspiration and healthy tips you can use every day so you can live the healthy and fulfilled life you desire and deserve. Hi, everybody. It's Carol and Alice with Fulfilled After 50, and we are here to talk to you about something we promised a few podcasts ago. Yes. We talked about our morning routine there, and today we want to talk about our evening routine because both can be equally as important. Yes, exactly. So your evening routine, Mm -hmm. it really sets you up for just a more restful sleep, believe it or not, because a lot of us in this season, we complain about sleepless nights. Right. And that can be as easy as fixing like your night routine. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Make a few habit changes and you can make a huge impact on your ability to get to sleep and stay to sleep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And your morning can run smoother and more productive with a evening routine. So that's just a couple of benefits of putting an evening routine into place. Right. Yeah. So we're just going to discuss with you, like, how do you put an evening routine into place? Mm-hmm. So, well, one of the main things like I do for me personally is number one is to turn off all electronics at least an hour before bed. Like if you haven't contacted me during the day, during normal hours, then there is no reason that we need to talk after nine o'clock at night. Right. So all my stuff goes off and just an easy way to like soothe yourself and to sleep is to pick up a book, a really good like inspirational book or a motivational book, some kind of book to expand your growth mm-hmm. or just um, a lot of people say they don't like to read. You, you know, what I used to do is put my earphones in because if my husband came to bed before me, you know, and the lights on or whatever, I'd put my ear pods on and I'd go to sleep with a book in my ear. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I have what I like, I fondly call reading induced narcolepsy. So uh-huh. sometimes at night, if I'm reading a book, it actually it puts me to sleep really See? fast because I'm a, I go to sleep really fast. But, Uh, So I listen to books on Audible all the time. And I have to say, one of the things that helps calm me down at night too is either to listen to a book on tape or I'll just pop on, you know, my computer and I'll be watching some sort of a learning series or just something that'll relax me. Mm-hmm. Something that, uh, some of the times it's something more I have to think about, but otherwise I can, you can just put something mindless on for a short period of time. You don't want to get addicted and then get drawn in before you know right. it. it's midnight and you're already missing half the sleep you're supposed to be having. Right, exactly. So avoiding some, that, something that's going to tempt you to do that would be really important. Right, yeah. And then another thing to sort of think about in the back of your head for your evening routine is to cut out any caffeine. Like at four o'clock, I know sometimes, you know, when you're out and you're having a nice dinner or something like that, and Mm -hmm. you want that after, you know, dessert with coffee sort of thing, you know, get a decaffeinated coffee, but just try to limit that because it does sort of rev you up. It revs up your metabolism, your heart rate and stuff. So even a hot tea, like I drink green tea throughout the day also, but at night or after four, think about going to all that decaffeinated 
Right. And of course, water is your best friend. We always emphasize water, water, water. Right. But if you are a tea or coffee person, just think about that after four hour. Right, making sure that it's um, not caffeinated is, is important. Yeah. And also alcohol, if you happen to have an alcoholic beverage, you know, be careful because you know it is actually a stimulant even though we think it, and it can really relax you. It can end up being a stimulant. It also can cause you to have to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. So for some people, you really need to watch how late you're drinking your fluid. So you want to yeah. stop that. Um, plenty of uh, time ahead so that you're not being woke up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, which does happen in this season of life for sure. sure. That yeah. is very true. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I think too, when you think about your evening routine, uh, is it really is important to at least think about it. You know, sometimes yeah. we let our days rule us and then at night it's kind of, I know I still have some harried things going on at home. I've got still some kids at home, so we're getting dinner, have papers assigned, have an event you have to go to, that sort of thing. But if you actually plan out your ideal uh, evening routine, it may not happen all the time, but if you plan it out, it helps keep you cognizant of that. It helps you feel more in control. It also, for me, as a part of my nighttime routine, I also look at my next day and it helps me feel more prepared for the next morning and uh, doing all those sorts of things. So exactly. what's your evening routine look like? So um, we always have a healthy dinner for one. So, um, you know, I'm very, very regimented with my time restraints. Yes, Carol <laughs> knows I'm very regimented all She is. <laughs> I was one of those parents that when I raised my kids, man, they were in bed at a certain time. If we were out and about, like, yeah, I was that parent that my kids going to sleep. <laughs> so my evening routine is I know when I'm cutting off my work day for sure. Mm -hmm. So we all have meetings throughout the day. We have clients, but Carol and I were coaching clients all during the day. So I have a cutoff time like my day cuts off at 5 30 and I know that's when my work day ends and sometimes I have to tell myself it's okay it's all right to like lay it down okay and then from there I do go into our healthy dinner I just really watch what I cook and what we eat and it's really not after 6 30 either for one um, I just feel like my body doesn't feel good if I eat in a late in the day or late in the evening and just my digestion it just mm -hmm. and my kids work that way too so a healthy dinner and then um, you know my husband and I will just take time like you and Tom take time mm -hmm. and then working through then what I do is I work through my planner and I do prepare because when you prepare that night before, you're actually able to rest your brain. So like, I think that's why it keeps up, us up mm -hmm. a little bit is because we always have that rat race going right. on. We're thinking, okay, well, I gotta get up in the morning. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. Well, if you've planned it, then you don't have to start out your morning in the rat race because you already have your day planned out. Right. And then, and then I'll just go lay in bed. And normally I am in bed between nine and nine thirty. Mm -hmm. And, um, I do try to cut off all those electronics because you know what? I don't want to go to bed in a reactive state. So if somebody has sent an email, a text or a message, and it may not be in a positive manner, I don't want to go to bed that way. 
So that is the reason why, you know, just cut it off. If it's somebody in your family that desperately needs you, they know how to get a hold of you. Right. So. Agree. Yeah. And it, it makes a big difference. It's funny when we're coaching people, sometimes we'll just say, what is your evening routine? They can tell us what it is. And you can, you can almost identify tweaks like that, that mm -hmm. would make their whole evening and their next day go so much smoother. And I know we all have distractions and things going on in our life. We may have parents we're taking care of, kids, grandkids, that sort of thing. But we, the one thing we control solely is ourselves mm -hmm. and our time. It really is one of those things, if it's a priority, you can make it happen. And for me, when I get home, I usually will get home. I'm home ahead of my husband, especially on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. He's home quite late. So we, we're not regimented on our eating schedule. We try to be. I make sure I don't. Uh, I've had my dinner before 8 p.m., which probably makes you cringe. But for me, I'm, I might not get home till 6. And then I'm finishing. I've got everything pretty much ready. I also am looking at my um, Fitbit because I like to make sure I get 10,000 steps in. If not, I kind of do a little quick walk. And I get meals ready, and then we eat. Sometimes if Tom's gonna be really late, we'll eat ahead of time, and I'll just have everything ready for him. But when he gets home then, we do this thing called Savor the Day. And it's when we kind of sit down and say, go through the day, what went well, what kind of could have been improved upon, you know, those sorts of things. We have a conversation, it's just a great time to catch up, and not necessarily talk about work, but talk about home life and the kids and what's going on, fun things as well, what do we have planned? And it's sort of our little savor the day uh, time period. And then dishes are done. I'm always doing, I do laundry every every night and morning, it seems, <laughs> with the kids home. And so uh, take care of that. And then I usually do that little wind down with either a book or something that I'm watching, take a look at my next day, set things out as much as I can so that my next day is not crazy in the morning. And then I do have to wind myself down and I'm starting to get up, you know, I get up a little bit earlier because my morning routine is super important to me. So I used to go to bed all the time at 10. Well, what I found on my Fitbit because I tracked my sleep is that I was really getting only about six to six and a half hours of sleep when I did that because I get up at five and I would have this period of time where I'd be awake. So I've had to back it up. I know um, it sounds so early, but I back it up where I go upstairs at nine in preparation for bedtime. And I turn my notifications off and I um, wind down so that I can mm -hmm. go to bed easier, feel prepared for the next day, not have it makes a huge difference, you're right. right, if you don't have all these things going on in your brain and you've prepared for the next day and you've kind of tidied things up. Exactly. So for me, my environment makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. and um, Decluttering. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that helps a lot. One thing, we all have things we're trying to work on. Right. Trying to make sure I'm integrating more of why well, I always brush my teeth, of course. <laughs> making sure I wash my face really well. Sometimes good about that, sometimes I am not. So I work on, we all have things we're working on. And if oh, I've had a really sorry. stressful day, sometimes I'll just even take a little... You know, a bath can relax you. I'm not a huge bath girl, but if I'm stressed about something, it can help me, you know, when I'm deep breathing, kind of just relax a little bit more. So they that, say a bath is when you get to be the most creative, but I'm not a bath girl. I have I'm to say not, it has yeah. to be the shower. But. Yeah, shower and driving <laughs> is when I'm really creative. Yes. And, and when I'm with you. I know, so. right? Yeah. Yeah. So that is the evening routine. So now you know a really good morning routine, setting your day up for success, and then going to bed, setting your morning up for success the night before. Right. And so that is it. 
We thank you for joining us. Next week, we are going to talk about disappointments. Right. We all have them. Right. How can we like get the most positive out of our disappointments? Because life happens. And, yeah. and manage it in a, a proactive way, I guess, exactly. rather than perhaps our younger selves might have been more reactive. So we're gonna give you some really great tips for how to proactively handle disappointments which happen to all of us. We may not see it in everybody's social media cycle, those disappointments, but they're happening to everybody yeah. and we are we are not uh, immune from it either. Exactly. So, But thanks for joining in and if you have not subscribed, subscribe to our Fulfilled After 55.0 podcast and come over to our Facebook group, mm -hmm. Fulfilled After 55.0 and we are on all platforms. So yep. tell your friends, don't keep it a secret. That's right. Share us out. That's right. It's yes. our passion and we love being able to interact with all of you and it brings us joy it brings you joy as well yeah have a great day we'll see you next week all right take care